Why is recorded in front of a live studio audience. So we need to talk about this week's episode because um, usually people who listen to this show don't need to know anything. Take off your pants and listen. Like that's all you got to do. True. Uh, but this week we've got, as we always do, another an, a new sport. Just to say another, we have a new sport that's sweeping the globe. Indeed. Uh, it is called Bossa Ball. Even sounds is- kind of cool. It does because it's got boss in the name. I think that's why, right? Yeah, but it makes me think of like Bossa Nova. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but there is a musical element to it, which is perfect. So yes. it is a a ball game between two teams combining volleyball, football, and gymnastics. And which- football, as in the international. Correct. Football. Sorry. Yes, AKA, not American. AKA soccer. Right. For all um, the heathens out there. Right. And so there's a bouncing element. There is, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. Um, and actually the word bossa, says Wikipedia here, is sometimes translated as style, flair, or attitude in Brazilian Portuguese. Oh, we should so, be like the bossa podcast. Yeah. So bossa. Why? Yeah. Combines. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, the bossa ball, they say here, expresses, uh, the aim to combine sports, music, and positive vibrations. Now, who doesn't need positive vibrations while they are uh, on the beach kicking a ball around with them and their friends? Fellow beautiful people. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, Dave, we're trying to record here, dude. This is Why, with your hosts... Heidi Hedquist and Luke Poling. Come on. What is this? Amateur? Yeah. Taking the yeah. trash out. Yeah. Please. Um, yeah. Right. It's a pretty sweet. Yeah. And you can work on your tan while you're watching or while you're playing. So this is all quickly becoming a sport I would actually participate in, which I is know. rare. And I would pay to see that. Um, right. Maybe not for the reasons you want me to, but no. <laughs> but I know the reasons why you would. <laughs> That's true. Yes. And I would expect nothing less. You're welcome. Yes. Mm-hmm. Possible. How? Um. Yeah, I was. Um working as a music manager in the 90s and um, my band uh, called uh, Deus which was alternative pop rock um, was invited by a Brazilian band in 95 who were fans of my band for a festival in Recife in the north of uh, Brazil so we went there and um, we stayed for a week and a half and we were taking off to the festival uh, to uh, Olinda, which is a village close to Recife, where they uh, were practicing the, the rehearsals uh, for the carnival. And um, so I saw there the, the real capoeira. And at night also the what they call the fuchi volley, which is the soccer with uh, on beach so- soccer, but not beach soccer on, with goals, but with like, like volleyball. Mm-hmm. like they call it in Brazilian and um, 
I saw coming up the 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 when I, I stopped in the music business in 2003. So let's eight years later, I took that idea uh, when beach volleyball was becoming more and more popular, and I mixed it uh, one night with uh, soccer, which is my favorite sport. And um, I remembered of the classes of gymnastics that the trampolines were by far the most captivating uh, uh, part of the classes, which we were only allowed to do a couple of times a year. And I start just one night uh, to, um, to get everything uh, together with, uh, with a model, with, with nets and plastiline, you know. Mm -hmm. And from there, from the model to the first, uh, let's say, tryout court, once that was done, I, I adjusted some things with, with the help of my good friend. And yeah, basically uh, afterwards we had the right court. We started to put the rules. We adapted the rules. We put in more soccer um, by scoring soccer points. You uh, you were getting more points, and that's more or less how how it was born, let's say. And then we were just on the wake of the of the internet when uh, 2004 five when the internet was really going, and I just yeah started to. Uh, put stuff on YouTube and suddenly uh, people from all over the world uh, started to contact me and, and that's how we started. I used my knowledge of uh, the, the music business uh, of uh, yeah, promoting shows and marketing and everything and now we're 16 years later. So when you first pitch this to friends of yours and you're showing them the model, do they just assume you've been drinking or... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, what your public is, but I had some marijuana to help me out. Also. Okay, well, there you go. That makes that a works. lot more sense. Yeah, <laughs> I, normally, I normally don't I don't say that to sport orientated uh, uh, interviewers, but it's as you ask for it. Right, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How long did it take for other people to see this and go, oh, this looks cool. I want to play this. Yeah, so so basically, I was uh, um, uh, when I when I had the concept ready, I started to train uh, people, and then I got uh, Red Bull Belgium because originally I'm from Belgium, although I live 23 years in Spain now. Um, uh, I had Red Bull behind me, but they wanted to sign a contract only for Belgium, and and I really wanted to get to the to to Austria, where is the the main uh, the main uh, house, let's say. You know? So mm -hmm. at the end of the day, the, the, the negotiations before the lounge, they got um, broken. And then I just started to use my contacts in the music business and we started to do music festivals. Um, my family has a tennis center. I was a tennis player in my youth. So I started just to use my own contacts. We went uh, to do a first tour in Belgium. And then, uh, yeah, the ball started to roll. Then I went to Brazil because I wanted to make like a tropical video of Bossa Ball. I was uh, stuck there for two months uh, in Bahia to get the court out of the customs. That was uh, that was um, not happening. And so, but when of, I finally, if you had to I, pick a place to be stuck, let's yes. be honest. I mean, <laughs> exactly. you could do worse. Not, not a bad spot. <laughs> yeah. The thing, the thing was, when I finally got it out, I had the Brazilian players ready on that beautiful island to, to start my first tropical video. Uh, we put in the blowers and the cord uh, was went up and every time after five seconds poof, everything went down <laughs> oh. so i learned about the difference of hertz so in europe it's uh, 50 hertz and in brazil it's uh, 60 hertz oh. so oh. i went home with no video clip and a cord oh. stuck in brazil 
And just before I left, I was called by a company from Sao Paulo. They, I just met them the day before I left. And they, they had very good connections with, uh, with uh, brands. And uh, less than a year later, we had a big launching tour in Brazil with, uh, with huge grandstands, all the TV stations. And that's when we really got uh, the ball rolling, let's say. Wow. But it, how had, many, it had its nightmares. How many countries are involved in playing at this point? Do you know? Yeah, we've, we've been in over uh, 50 countries. So we, we work with, with uh, licenses, you know? So I grant exclusive licenses to, to companies and then they start to develop it from scratch, basically. I help them out. Uh, I send trainers from other countries. We start to look for local talent. We uh, copy paste events from the past from other countries, you know? So um, that's how we, how we work. And I operate like a kind of federation. So, um, but it is true. I mean, Bossa Ball, I mean, I, I attract a lot of dreamers, you know, people who see it the first time they think, yeah, I'm going to make a bloody load of money in a very short time. And sometimes people pay us a, a whole lot of money. But I mean, you have to look at a mid long term investment, work on it on a daily basis and, and really, yeah, consider it as a, as a main focus, a main job and a main company if you really want to make it work. So the thing is, I, I, I say no to 99.4 of the petitions I receive because I know where it's going to end up with lawyers or with, uh, with failure. Mm-hmm. And I think now, yeah, we had, of course, COVID hitting us uh, dramatically with no events for more than a year. We just started now in Holland again, in Colombia. Um, so we are now active in about six, seven, eight countries. And I'm about to launch, yes, in the United States after uh-huh. a long, long time, after thousands of petitions uh, in uh, Puerto Rico. So we're going to start uh, in Puerto Rico, which is a great location to hit the USA or not completely the USA, but part of the US. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and then hopefully connect to uh, Miami, Los Angeles, because it was really frustrating, you know, as I work with, with, with franchises, let's say, and I have to do this because you have the inflatable world of, uh, it's really like a cowboy world, you know, a lot of I had 30, 40 Chinese companies copying my, my, um, my creation. I patented myself up to hell, got into a million court cases, got completely burned out by it. But the thing is, the Chinese, they copycat it, but they, it's unsafe. And basically, you need the know-how on how to play, how to set up, how to instruct. Because if you just put eight people on the court and give them a ball, it doesn't work. You need know-how on how to play, how to set, because it's all about timing and, and knowing how to play. Like, like you learn how to ski, you know? It's, uh, it's not just say, just go down the mountain. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, so, it seems um, like a recipe for head injuries. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and the thing is, yeah, I'm basically waiting since years for an international uh, sports management uh, uh, company with offices worldwide to to join venture with me or to partner up, but I didn't, um, yeah, I wasn't able to do that. We worked on high level with brands in, in, in a lot of countries. We did a lot of uh, governmental projects. Uh, last one uh, with United Nations in Colombia in juvenile prisons and in, uh, and in the favelas, which was a fantastic project. Oh my gosh. Um, but I mean, 
in a way you have, you know, you have the IMGs and the Octagons, uh, which are the big uh, companies. They know about me. They're watching to see if I grow, but it's like a fish that bites its own <laughs> tail. You know, um, I can yeah. grow without them. And I mean, and they are waiting to, for me to become bigger. So, so yeah, I mean, the thing is, the interest keeps coming. Um, I don't have that. Uh, just got 50 years old, so I don't have that urge to, to be huge or popular or to break, uh, to have huge of success in, in, in several parts of the world. And I just try to learn from the mistakes, see where the opportunities are. And yeah, see where we go. I'm, I still believe we have a great sport uh, when you play it. Um, we still attract a lot of, I mean, we do projects with the army. For instance, in Colombia, we do projects with the army that they put the court into these military planes. We land into the jungle and the soldiers, they play for a weekend, you know. So we do stuff that I, I really like. We've been to the Olympics in Rio and on Copacabana. So um yeah, I just hope to, to, to one day to, to, I mean, to be able to join with a more, let's say, international um, structure, like I was able with my bands, you know, you, you, at a certain time you go out of the bars to the small concert halls, but then you sign a record deal and then you right. go on MTV and then it goes. So right. I wasn't able to achieve that on an international base, but I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of sports uh, take years uh, or decades to uh, to suddenly grow i see that now with paddle uh, paddle tennis you know here in europe it's suddenly going wild um after i played here in spain since 10 12 years now it's going now wild in belgium the netherlands so i mean you never know no um the the thing in the sports world is also i mean you have a lot of narrow-minded people there i come from a cultural background i'm a velvet underground fan and a, and a talking heads fan Oh, I mean, okay. Well, please. Yes. <laughs> we, we, now we get it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now we're speaking our language. <laughs> sports business, you don't. I mean, I, I also, all, we have samba referees close to the court. I always try to have my good music next to it, which is tropical, but it's not your cheapy kind of uh, <laughs> uh, fairy, uh, fairy um, music uh, yes. type. You know, I try to, but I mean, in the sports world, it's not an easy ball to throw, let's say. No, I, what I would give to see your players bouncing to Sister Ray, but, um, and the success you've had, I mean, Red Bull, the, the press you've gotten so far, um, the fact that you were in the Olympics, like Abner Doubleday would have probably given an arm to get this much press and get baseball going we this had, quickly. We had really huge press. I mean, if I compare that also again with my music background, I mean, we had CNN, we had the Wall Street Journal, God's sake uh five six times the bbc so in a way i mean it's frustrating for me that the companies they don't see it because the potential is there but of course yeah i can i should make maybe a video and cry or whatever (laughs) (laughs) oh don't do that (laughs) when it comes to the the players is there a particular athletic background or experience that you've seen makes a better player would it be coming from soccer? Is it having a military I mean, background, it, gymnastics? In general, in general, let's say the, the typical Brazilian, you know, who has that foot soccer movements and, you yes. know, they, they, they play with a ball. I mean, they are the people that, that really know how to play it well. But then when it comes to gymnastics, 
the Brazilians, they don't have that culture. So the perfect team was three Brazilians with a, with a European uh, gymnast in the trampoline. But then, for instance, trampoline uh, uh, or gymnast in general, they don't have a good ball touch. So you need to learn them how to, to spike really uh, the ball. So, I mean, we are a sport where you can really learn a lot. I mean, I didn't know how to play volleyball. I have no volleyball background at all. So I played volleyball like this, but you have to play it like that. <laughs> And I mean, so, I mean, a lot of, it's easy to play, but you need just a little bit of ball touch, you know, that's, that's, I mean, but once you have a little bit of ball touch in a week, you're enjoying uh, like any other sport, you know, because I mean, at the end of the day, golf, skiing, tennis, whatever, it takes also weeks or months or years to, uh, yeah. to improve, you know, so, sure. so in, in compared with other sports, we are just an average normal sport on how to learn it. When you talk to other athletes about the sport, do they get it pretty quickly and go like, oh, yeah, that sounds like fun. Sounds like something I can do. Or is it a challenge? Is it, you know, like Heidi was asking, the, the different disciplines required to be a great player? Yeah, what, what I normally do, like now I go to Puerto Rico and they will give me probably 20, 30 new people who are interested. I see it in one minute. I just let put them next to the court and I say, play volleyball and soccer so you they they control the ball with the head the hands low down up in two minutes i see if they are talented or not the same with a trampoline you put somebody in a trampoline they don't need the they don't need the background of a trampoline uh, a jumper i mean you see that on how they move of course you can improve a lot and you can you can learn the tricks but i mean talent i see the talent very very quickly so it's a natural thing. And of course, on the court, I mean, you can improve a lot. I mean, a, a good soccer player, um, if he trains uh, volleyball techniques for two weeks, he can become a great volleyball player. I mean, Is this ever oh. going to be a version of this? Which I don't know how you, well, I guess maybe you could. I was thinking about, obviously, as a kid, you'd go see it and you'd want to play it at home, which obviously you can't really do but are there well if you have a beach if you have your own beach yeah a good dj or a good band so i could play right yeah get david so Byrne to good. swing by perfect and then so, so, yeah. perfect <laughs> but is there is that do you have plans in place or are there leagues right now that are youth oriented or is it really once you've become an adult and no, no, we, I mean, we do, we do a lot of young people too, because I mean, when we go on the road with, uh, with brands, I mean, all the, all the kids, they want to play. So what we right. do is we have, we have an hour in the morning or an hour and a half in the morning for them. Perfect. And we say, that's your time. And afterwards you just have to leave us alone. <laughs> you can watch. Uh, but so, I mean, we have, those, <laughs> we have those specific uh, exercises for them to that they throw the ball and that they jump in and out of the trampoline. They make rolls on the inflatable. You know, we have on all the different levels, we have different types of exercises. So, I mean, it's like another sport. We just divide it in levels and we do leagues also with A leagues, B leagues, C leagues. And whenever we have the opportunity, we try to do international tournaments, you know. So uh, once we have the budgets or we are at a hotel or a resort and we can find a sponsor to, fly, to, to pay the flights, so, for instance, now this weekend we have an event close to Berlin and um, the Spanish team, they go tomorrow morning. Uh, first time my son is going to play as a demonstration player. So it's a, it's a special moment for me. Yeah. And he will play with Spain against uh, the Netherlands who go by car. So uh, 
we uh, yeah we try to to uh, act like any other international federation whenever we have the opportunities we uh, we send the players and we set up uh, tournaments uh, international matches and in between always people have uh, clinics and can can try it out is there a rivalry that has already started between the different teams in the different countries to Spain and the Netherlands are they you know mortal rivals or is it is Brazil yeah, my, got a good let's say we now also came to a point that there is really a new generation of players because the ones who started with me in 2005 most of them have kids and a job so um so they let's say between 2007 and 2000 and the Olympics 2016 most of them they knew each other so there was a big rivalry we also um normally when i when i have uh, demonstrations in uh, dubai or qatar uh for instance if they make 300 dollars in a week what we do is uh, we uh, we say uh, okay you all get 150 and the 150 from each player we put it in the in the in the pot to uh, for uh, for the winners you know so some some go home with 150 another one with 500 you know just to get up the rivalry also with the money. And, and that yeah. works, but there is a huge respect in between because they know each other really well, but they play really to win. Uh, until I, w- I will not say fighting, but we have to lower the, um, the testosterone from time to time. <laughs> but that's why we also play at minimum with one woman in the team. Because we've learned, and it's it, that 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 helps a lot in having a less macho attitudes. I'm comedian David Race in Los Angeles. I host a celebrity-filled paranormal talk show like no other. Monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions. You won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show. I guarantee you'll like Monstrosity, or you get your time back. Go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look. I was just going to ask if there were any other kind of worldwide sports that have that. Um, what was it? Kind, kind of diversity. Yeah, like it's that is a anyone literally any person can't play this sport and is welcome onto the court is there any that has that i guess doubles like tennis maybe kinda what do you mean to play mixed male mixed yeah where it's just gender yeah, is tennis, not an you issue have the arthur, you have the arthur ashka if i remember in the, in the which yeah is mixed, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. more like a demonstration tournament uh, i know ultimate frisbee i think it's also obliged to have uh, women in the team and um, yeah, of course, I mean, if, if a sport is really physical, it's harder to have women inside because, I mean, then it, it might become too rough or too unfair, you know, because you just do size is muscle, a bigger muscle power. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, we don't have uh, physical contact because we have the net in between. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's a perfect reason to. Uh, to be able to do it and it's and it's fantastic to see that some of the teams are really led by women and and boys and, and men behave a lot more uh, yeah a lot more decent and a lot more friendly and and vibey 
when when once there are women playing so i mean I, I i started to do that from scratch and i will never change that no the the diversity of it and the sort of democracy sometimes of it in the of... East, sometimes in the middle east it's a problem but it's could see that sure it's a cultural thing let's say yeah so where does bossa ball go from here you're clearly seems like it's expanding you're marching across the continents I, to be honest i mean i should i should i should do my promo talk no but i mean uh, <laughs> please uh, i'm not expanding i'm i basically uh, I'm, I'm reborn after covid now so for me now going to uh to puerto rico to launch which is then finally let's say officially or not officially u.s uh, territory is uh is is a stimulant to uh, to hopefully from there get it really into the United States because I think it's really a sport that might do very well in the United States. Also, just observing the thousands of petitions we had in the past, and uh, then I have we are now relaunching in Colombia, and I ha also have a, a license in Honduras with uh, Pepsi who has uh, signed the license. So if I can have there, let's say, between Colombia, the Caribbean, and hopefully Miami soon, a new, uh, a new heart beating, then it might, be, uh, it might be the right place uh, to end up after 15, 16 years going around the world uh, to take it again back from there and, and go back to other places where we've been with, all, with everything we've learned before, you know? So for me, it's a lot better to be good and active in four or five countries than being average in 27. So, yeah. and that's why I said also, it's good after all the copycats and everything we've done and what we've done wrong and everything to just, I mean, I will not say consider it as a hobby, but I mean, I mean the, the, let's say the pressure of really breaking through is a bit gone on my side, which is maybe, the thing I needed also. Um, I have, of course, my, my age thing, uh, um, uh, being 50. So I, I need to hook up with a new generation of, of younger people who can put their drive and their, and their energy into it. And then maybe, yeah, in three to five years, we are more alive than ever or dead as a dolphin in the Faroe Islands. <laughs> As I seen yesterday, you know? that's, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> oh, <intense>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's not. I don't have that. I, I'm not going to uh, punish myself with with goals that maybe are not achievable. I just mm -hmm. think if you go to our website and you see our portfolio, you can easily see we've been around the world. We've worked with a lot of brands. For me, the last project in Colombia when I which was for reinsertion in society of juvenile, uh, juvenile criminals with money from the DEA, most, mostly uh, cocaine or, or gang related, uh, was probably the best project I've, I've ever done with Bossabol because um, it was fantastic to see how those youngsters that got in at 11, 12 with one or two murders on their back um, were now 19. And the plan is to release them when they are 20, 21, 22, to see them how they were really um, enjoying to play bossa ball. Um, it was the, 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 the prison where I was in um, Manisalis was the first time that uh, female and male uh, inmates were uh, together in a project. 
and the reactions of them was, was for me fantastic because when all, all the higher people from Colombia of the United States in the last day when they came, they were given the word and they said stuff like, yeah, I'm here since eight years. Um, uh, it's the first time I feel free. It's the first because what, we, what we've done there is we defragmented Bossa Ball. So you had the Bossa Ball court in the center, 10 were playing there. And then you had um, a clinic of soccer with 10 people, volleyball, and then you had music, and then you had a gym, gym. So, and they were turning around, you know, like a group of 60 for two hours and a half. And then the reactions of those youngsters for me to, to hear that they say, yeah, it was the first time I felt free. For me, I mean, I mean, you, you can't pay me with a check yeah. of a million dollars to, to hear that from a, from a youngster from Cali which was 800 kilometers away from his family since seven years in a juvenile prison to say that, you know, and I saw it also with the people of the United States. It's really very frustrating. It was just when COVID came in we, because we were going to do the project in five other uh, prisons. So I go back now to Colombia in November, hopefully can restart the, the project. But I mean, those kind of projects for me is, is makes it all worth the, the hell of a job it was, you know, to see that I yeah. can contribute in in giving a yeah a feeling of freedom to a to a youngster that has been uh, yeah been in prison for yeah since he was eleven or twelve. For more information, to watch videos and learn more about the sport, check out their website, which is bossaballsports.com. That's b o s s a b a l l sports. You can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash International, And they are on Twitter and Instagram where they are at Bossaball. You can check us out on all the various socials. Be sure to visit our website and don't forget to leave us a review. Today's show is produced by myself and Heidi Hegquist. Our reluctant producers are John Sauvey and Sandy Stone. Our willing producers are Rachel Allen and Randy Jeanette. Our intern is Zach Jackson. This one's for Philippe. Thanks for joining us. Flash, we're coming home. Nigel, is that you? Are you here, Nigel?